Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, your go-to source for brain-based mindset tools and highly effective business strategies that will help you create a truly aligned business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. I started out having no idea how to coach people or how to build a successful business to building an internationally accredited coach training and certification program, the Created Coach Method the most interactive, high-touch online NLP and coach training experience. Each week, we're going to dive into the concepts, skills, and methods that will help you increase your impact, profits, and authority. Want to learn how you can become a standout coach? Join my free training, which walks you through the exact things you need to focus on to become the go-to coach at createdmindacademy.com slash standoutcoach. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Of Course You Did podcast, as usual. I'm excited to be here. I have a fun episode today. This one is going to cover a lot of things that I feel like I talk about a lot of different times separately, and I'm putting it all into one podcast episode for you. I'm really hoping that this episode is going to clear some things up for you and help you maybe take a nice deep breath, maybe liberate you a little bit and help you feel a little bit more clear about what you need to be doing in your coaching business and what you don't need to be doing and how you can make actually having a coaching business as simple as possible. Because the skill of entrepreneurship and the skill of coaching are two different skills. Just because someone is good at coaching doesn't mean they're good at entrepreneurship. Just because someone is good at entrepreneurship doesn't mean that they are good at coaching. And it's important to know that they are different and to know that you need to build two different skill sets. Just because you are a coach, that doesn't mean you need to have a business either. You can join a company that helps people find coaches and you can be one of the coaches that works for that company. I don't know what, I I know there are some out there that exist. I've seen their websites. I just honestly can't remember what they're called. Actually, I've been getting emails from one recently asking me to like be a coach for them. And I'm like, do you know anything about me and what I do? Because like, it's not that right now. Um, anyway, that's beside the point. The point (laughs) that I'm making here is that If you are just starting out or maybe if you've been doing it for a long time, even my clients that have been coaching for a long time, the priority when I work with clients is to simplify things, keep it as simple as possible, have you doing as few things as possible that's getting the most impact so that you can focus on actually coaching. Because if you are so focused on actually building a business and the actions that you're taking to build a business and getting super wrapped up in funnels and marketing and social media and creating crap and and just wasting your time on busy work, then you're taking time away from you coaching. You're taking time away from actually working with clients and you're taking time away from meeting new people and getting in front of as many people as possible because 
you're wasting your time trying to create a friggin' reel or an Instagram post or a YouTube video plus a blog plus blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so what we're going to talk about today is the simplest way to make money coaching. And this is a concept that I didn't create. This has been around, I don't know how long it's been around for, but lots of people have been, have talked about it. I've seen it talked about it in a few different, I don't know, places. Uh, and it's something that I've adopted and that I do with my clients. So obviously when I'm working with my one-on-one clients, we go deeper into these things. I'm going to go over the, the steps or the areas of focus in this episode. Obviously there's more to it than this. You're going to have to deep dive into each one for yourself and do the work for yourself, unless you do want to find a coach that's going to help you with this kind of stuff and not a coach who's going to say, okay, now we need to create this and create this and create this and create this. Because like I said, most of that crap is just busy work. You need to just focus on your main priority when you are coaching people at any point, no matter where you are at in your coaching business, your main priority should be getting in front of as many people as possible and having conversations with as many people as possible. I'm going to record a whole other podcast episode on that because it deserves it. And we'll talk another time about getting in front of as many people as possible and having conversations from a place of service and a place of giving as opposed to a place of getting. The point that I was making here is uh, obviously a coach can help you go into these areas and help you deep dive and focus on what you need to focus on. This is what I work on. One of the things that I work on with my private clients, because I see a lot of people, hang on. Let me just tell you what we're talking about here. I got a little sidetracked there. The thing here, what we're going to be talking about today is called the five ones. And I don't know if this was created by, um, Clay Collins, but he is the person that a lot of this has been referenced back to. So I'm going to credit him for this. He is the CEO of Lead Pages, which is a landing page software website thing. So I'm going to credit him with it. I don't know if he got it from somewhere else, but it's the five ones. Now, The reason why we're talking about the simplest way to make money coaching is because I see so many coaches and I am going to call myself out here and say that that was me. I see so many coaches trying so many things, doing so many different things, so many offers, so many ideal clients, so many different price points, so many different traffic sources, so many different social medias, so many different blah, blah, blah. And when you have so many different things going on in your business, you can't focus and get clear and get a system in place for any of them because your energy is spread thin. You're focusing on too many different things. You're throwing spaghetti at the wall and you can't give your energy to enough energy to any of the things to see them through the point that they go through that they need to go through to actually be successful. I see so many people changing, 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 changing everything in their business 
all the time to try and find something that works. But if you don't stick them out long enough until they work, then they're not going to work. They were, there's always going to be a, a point in your business. Actually, I don't want to say always because for some people, they just come straight out of the gate blazing and that's totally fine. And that can happen for you. I'm not saying that can't, but even for those people, I imagine that there is a point in their business where they are working on something or trying to do something and it gets to maybe a sticking point, a sticking point where you try something and it doesn't work. So you just change it and do something else. Um, what we're going to talk about today, just throws all of that into the garbage. So let's just dive in because I feel like I could just rant for a long time. As usual, me going on tangents, side notes all over the place. Okay. So the five ones is about focusing on five things one at a time. So the first thing that you're going to focus on, and maybe you want to take notes here. The first thing that you're going to focus on your business is one target market one niche, one ideal client, whatever you want to call it, you're going to help one type of person with one thing, one type of person. I see a lot of coaches trying to help entrepreneurs and also trying to help people with their relationships and also trying to help people with self-love stuff and also trying to help people with X, Y, and Z. In this case, you have so many different people that you're trying to talk to that there's no clarity in your marketing. There's no credibility because you're trying to help so many different people with so many different things. Focus on one person, helping one type of person. Now, if you don't know who that person is yet, if you don't know exactly who you want to coach, what specific person you want to coach, if it's moms, if it's CEOs, if it's business owners, if it's, I don't know, women who want to compete in bodybuilding competitions. I don't know. There's so many different niches that I, it's like the paradox of choice. There's so many to choose from. My brain's like, wait, what do I choose? Um, If you don't know who it is that you want to work with, Your job is to coach as many people as possible until you find out. Coach as many people as possible until you figure out exactly who you want to coach. You probably have a general idea right now on what you want to help people with. Get as specific with that as possible and get as specific as as possible with the kind of person that you want to work with and then go to work working with those people and If you change your mind along the way, if you're not super sure when you dive in, that's okay. Coach as many people as possible until you find out exactly who you want to work with and exactly what you want to help them with. This might mean that you need to lower your prices. You might need to create an offer that people can't say no to for the the pure purpose of coaching as many people as possible. When you're first starting out, if you dive straight in thinking, I have to make all the money straight away, then you're going to limit the amount of people that you work with. Your job when you are a coach is to coach as many people as possible. If you're just starting out and you don't know who you want to coach yet or what you want to coach them with, 
in. Stop wasting time trying to figure it out and do an online quiz or follow someone's six step business blueprint or looking up blog posts online to how to find your ideal client. Just get out there and fucking coach people to find out what it is. And I want you to get specific. When you're getting down to it, when you're figuring it out who you want to help, get specific. You could be a career coach who helps C-suite corporate women get back to work after maternity leave. Or maybe you help C-suite corporate women change jobs or you whatever, improve their relationships. You could be a relationship coach who helps divorced men get back into the dating world. I want you to get as specific as possible because if you are a relationship coach who helps divorced men get back into the dating world, you are going to position yourself as an expert pretty good there. Like you're going to be known as the person who helps divorced men get back into the dating world. As opposed to I am a relationship coach who helps men. Can you see the difference there? So the first one is one target market. Choose one. Don't keep chopping and changing. Do the work to figure out what your target market is, your ideal client, your niche, whatever you want to call it. Coach as many people as possible until you figure out what that is. The next one is one problem. You're going to help this person solve one problem. So you notice in my examples, Uh, that I just gave, a relationship coach who helps divorced men get back into the dating world. You're helping divorced men with one problem. You're not helping divorced men with their mindset and their finances and how to do their laundry and blah, blah, blah. You're helping them with one specific problem. You don't need to try and solve every single problem that someone has. I remember when I very first started coaching, like before I had even coached anyone before and I was kind of coming up with my very first coaching program, whatever I wanted it to be. I was working with a coach at the time and my coaching program was like, okay, week one, we're going to work on mindset. Week two, we're going to work on money. Week three, we're going to work on health. Week four, and literally every single week was a different thing. And my coach was like, no. Um, so yeah, I didn't, didn't, didn't end up doing that one. You cannot buy that program does not exist. Very glad for that. All you need to do is focus on solving one problem. And this is where coaching as many people as possible is going to help you find out what that one problem is. It's going to have to be a problem that you love helping people solve, not something that you're just solving because you think that, it could make a lot of money or you're just making a stab in the dark at maybe people want help with this. It needs to be something that you love helping people with because you're going to have to talk about it over and over and over again. And you're going to have to come up against all of the problems and resistance and excuses and limiting beliefs that the people that you help come up with. You're going to have to help them overcome the same challenges, the same things, the same blocks in quotation marks. I really don't like that word. The same resistance over and over and over again with each different client. So it has to be something that you're super passionate helping people with. And when you're helping 
people solve the same problem over and over again, can you see how you're going to get really good at helping your clients find solutions? So you're going to help your clients find, get their results easier and faster than if you were helping them try and solve a lot of different problems. You wouldn't have the same ability to find solutions and find solutions quickly that you can kind of share with all of your different clients. Maybe one client comes up up with a challenge and you're like, aha, I dealt with this before with my other client with this specific challenge. This is what we tried for then. Let's try it now here and see what works. And then you get really good at it. You get really good at helping your clients achieve their desired results faster than if they would have done it by themselves, or maybe they wouldn't even have been able to do it by themselves. It's going to be much easier for you to scale your business when you get really good at solving one problem. The next one is one offer. Oh my goodness. I see so many people trying so many things, so many different offers and they change them for all different reasons. Maybe someone will create an offer and it won't sell. So they'll just create a different offer thinking that's going to fix the problem of something not selling. And maybe sometimes it does if the first offer was just like so out of left field and no market research was done and it was like completely something people don't want, like how to put glitter in your hair and people are just like, mm, I don't even need help with that. And then your next problem, the the next offer that you create is like, I don't know, coaching on relationships. Then maybe you're, you've kind of gotten a better offer there, but that's usually not what happens. Usually someone creates an offer and it doesn't sell. So then they create a new offer. Maybe they'll create an offer, run it once and then create a whole nother offer. I did created coach, the created coach method, the very first way that I had it, besides the fact that the very first one was in person and then it was online. I did create a coach for, it's been two years now without changing anything except for the fact that it was in person to online. But even that it's still been two years, almost exactly two years um, since I made it online and I've been doing only created coach for two years. I've had a few private clients sprinkled in there only when I felt like I had the capacity to, like I could focus on helping my private clients and create a coach method again uh, at the same time. Oh my gosh, words, hey? But I didn't create so many different offers. I didn't create, create a coach and then run it once and move on to something else. Or I wasn't creating things in tandem. I did created coach. I had one offer and I worked with it so I could have as many people go through it as possible. So I could figure out how and if it needed to change, what I needed to do differently, what my students needed from me, how they were managing everything, what support I needed to add to it. And that was it for two years. Now we have a new course coming out and it will be over two years in just the one thing, just the one thing, just one offer. You need to have one offer that you can with 100% confidence say, this is the, the program, this is the offer, this is the thing, this is the coaching that will get you the results that you're after. 
you might not have that kind of confidence when you first have an offer. So a lot of people change their offer when they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not sure if this can get the results. You're not going to know until you get people through it time and time again, over and over and over again, and you find out if they're getting their results or not. And what you need to do to change it to make sure that they do get the results. Who are you going to be? You need to show up, not just change the offer, not just create something entirely new. You need to stick with it. If it's not selling, stick with it. Do the work to make it sell. If you're changing your offers because they're not selling, you're changing it to something else, it's not going to change things. If you're having trouble selling one program, just changing the program isn't going to magically make people want to buy. It's not the program that's the problem. It's you. It's the way that you're thinking about it. It's the work that you've done, the work that you're, what's going on internally for you. If you're not 100% confident in selling your offer, it's not going to sell. And that's not going to change if you just change the offer. If you have so many different offers, your clients are going to be confused and your energy is going to be all over the place. You need to choose one offer and do the work to get behind it. Choose one offer, decide what it is, and then don't keep changing your mind about it. Don't keep changing your mind before you've even launched it. I kept Create a Coach exactly as it was for a year. There's a few, only a few things that I've done differently. What have I... I'm just trying to figure out what I've changed, if anything, and there isn't really anything I've changed inside it. I've changed a little bit about the graduation requirements and... That was after a year and a half, I changed the graduation requirements to make mandatory, like mandatory um, requirements for coaching hours. So now the client, the, the students have to do coaching with clients paid or free a certain number of hours and they have to submit evaluation forms and feedback forms so that I can go through it and say, okay, or uh, Jenny, who also marks our, our um, student work, we can go through it and say, okay, this is what you did with this client. And great, that was a great technique. I would have done the same thing. Or actually maybe next time you could consider using this technique because this one would have really helped with this. I've changed that in the course and I've changed different call types. So now we have different call types to support the students. We have 24 hour coaching available, like actual coaching, personal coaching available for the students in our ask a coach function where students can submit um, information on something that they need to be coached on so they can get coached. We have coaching labs, which is where the students uh, once a week, it's a, like once a month, we have a coaching lab call where students just get on the call and they just coach each other and practice coaching. We have, um, what else do we have? Technique integration calls where we practice a specific technique. We have, um, live coaching where I coach people live and we have community calls where the students get together. We have, uh, maybe some guest trainers come in and stuff like that. That's literally the only things I've changed. The content has stayed the same. The general message has stayed the same. That's it. So a long-winded explanation there, but one, one target market, one problem, and one offer. And focus on that. Don't keep trying to create different offers at different price points. Choose your offer. Stick with it. 
stick with the price. You can increase the price. You can lower the price, whatever you need to do. But like, don't later on, don't do that right now. Choose one offer. The next one is one traffic source. Now, I even recently caught myself trying to do all the things. Literally, I was like, okay, cool. I have a VA and I was like, great. So I'm going to get you to like do my Instagram posts and I'm going to write captions and then, and then we're going to have a video, a YouTube video once a week. And we're going to do a podcast once a week. And we're going to do a blog post once a week. And then I kind of snapped out of it and I was like, hang wait, wait, no, what? I was spreading myself thin. And obviously there was never a week where I got all of those things done. Like one podcast a week is enough for me. That's enough. That takes up enough time. So pick one traffic source that you can use that you can scale. So whether that's paid or free and stick to it and do it really, really well. So if you want to choose Instagram, fine, choose Instagram. Prioritize getting really, really good at it. Prioritize having fun with it and experimenting with it. If you want to do a podcast, perfect. Stick to it. Be consistent. Have fun. If you want to do YouTube, great. Do YouTube. If you want to do a podcast and then repurpose your content over different platforms so you're not creating new content, you're just having the one content uh, be your podcast and then maybe you put some of that into, I put my podcast as a blog post. And I take some of the stuff from the podcast and make Instagram posts out of it. Well, I don't, my VA does. And then you can put some stuff in an email or you can record yourself filming your podcast episode and put that on YouTube. Make it easy. Choose one traffic source. Choose one and do it really, really well. Make that your priority. Make that your thing the thing that you're known for and make it something that you enjoy. I tried for a really long time to make Instagram my thing because I thought that's what I needed to do and I never have enjoyed it. And often I still find myself trying to force myself to enjoy it, but I just genuinely don't enjoy Instagram. And I'm not saying there's something wrong with the platform, well, it kind of is, but I'm not saying it's terrible and it's bad and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying that I, I'm not going to use it at all. I still use it, but I much prefer pulling out the microphone and talking like this over typing up Instagram posts and trying to find photos and thinking of content to create for it. And I just find for me, I find that I get to share so much more of who I am and what I want to say and what I want to help people with over this long form podcast. And that's what I prefer. But if you love taking photos and writing captions and making reels and getting on stories and doing that stuff, if you love it, then just do that. Just do that. If And then you can, you can repurpose your... Um, Instagram posts as blog post. So you get some SEO. You can pin them to Pinterest. So you get traffic there. You don't have to create separate content for each platform. Choose one that you love, stick to it and do it really, really well. Okay. The last one is one year. You're going to do 
all of this, the previous four that we've just talked about, one target market, one target market, one problem, one offer, one traffic source for one year until you have consistent growth. Like I've said, if you're spending, spreading your energy thin, trying to do all the different offers, all the different platforms, helping all the different people with all their different problems, you're going to emanate a half-assed energy. That's what's going to come out of you. You'll market half-assedly and your clients will show up half-assedly. Your offers will be half-assed. People will pick up on that. I see so many coaches trying different things to see if something will work. They never get really good at selling one thing. They never get really good at talking about how one thing is going to transform someone's life. They never get really good at being 100% confident in their offer. They don't want to go through that period of time where maybe things don't all feel like they're clicking together. Maybe it's not selling. Maybe you're not 100% confident in it. Maybe you're not certain of the results yet. But like you can't keep changing and chopping and changing and choosing different things and trying something else if you don't go through that period. You need to get to the other side of that. Just creating something new isn't going to magically fix that because the same thing is going to happen with the new one. Guaranteed, that's what happens. One target market, one problem, one offer, one traffic source for one year. That is the simplest way to make money as a coach. That's it. That's all you have to do. You don't have to create crazy funnels. You don't have to be on every single platform trying to make reels and YouTube videos and podcast episodes and blog posts and blah, blah, blah. You don't have to try and do all the things, help all the people with all their problems and create new programs all the time. I know there are some people who just love creating new offers and that's good. If that's working, if that's you and it's working for you, then you can keep doing that. But if you don't love doing that and it doesn't work for you, stop doing it. The best way to get really good at something is to just stick with it and keep doing it over and over and over again. Over and over and over again until you're so fucking good at it, you could do it with your eyes closed. Until you're so fucking good at it, you're so 100% confident in your abilities to execute and to get the results. And once you're really good at that, then you can move on. A conversation I had with uh, one of my clients the other day, we were talking about pretty much this exact thing and about different coaching offers and blah, blah, blah. And she was kind of comparing herself to some of the bigger names in the coaching industry saying, well, I see them and they have so many offers and blah, blah, blah. But they've been doing it for years. They have been doing this shit for eight whatever years, however long they've been doing it. Not just, they're not just started. Think about what they did when they started. How many people they got into the first round of their program. I'm specifically thinking of Amanda Francis here because I know a lot of people compare themselves to her. She's making millions of dollars. She's blah, blah, blah. She does all these things. I don't follow her anymore. I used to, I don't follow anyone anymore. But years ago, I, 
I think I was uh, watching a video or a training or something where she was talking about the very first time she ran her money, money mindset makeover program. And um, the very first time she ran it, she only got, not only, but she had four people in it. Now I'm pretty sure she gets thousands of people each time she launches, but she had four people in it and she kept going. She stuck with it. I'm pretty sure she has still the modules that she created however many years ago that was, like the very first modules that she ever created for her program are still the modules. So you can't compare yourself now where you are to someone who is quite a few years ahead of you. They have teams of people helping. They have the experience of coaching a lot of people. So it's much faster for them to create offers that people really want to buy because they've done the work to find out. So many coaches are just not willing to do the work to find out what people actually want and to figure out how to coach people properly. They just want to dive straight into offering group programs and courses and blah, 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 when they haven't even hardly coached anyone before. That's not the way to do it. You have to get out there and coach people and work with them and help them and help them get results and, and mess it up and make mistakes and then find solutions and fix it and keep going. So I'm going to leave it here for this episode. I would love to know what you thought of this one. It's actually one of my favorite podcast episodes I've recorded in a while. And I did it all in one take. I didn't have to pause or anything, even though there's construction happening. It, it stopped just for this episode. So that is it. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget, let me know what you thought of this episode. Head to my Instagram at brookalexander.co. And in other news, I am opening up my private coaching spots really, really soon. If you want to know more about um, what that's like and what we cover in my private coaching, I coach people very differently. I don't do things the way that the normal coaching industry does it. You coach someone for three months and you get one call a week. And then when that three months is over, you're done. Um, That's not how I coach. I coach for results, not for time. So um, yeah, if you want to know more, you can just head to my Instagram at brookalexander.co. And as the spots open up, I'm going to be sharing more on the podcast anyway. So that's it. I'll catch you in the next episode.